Hey, hey, we're still here. Oh my god, we are still here at the Quilter event. I I don't know how many weeks deep we are into publishing these episodes, but here Dude, we are. Dude, I think again. we're just gonna like bomb them like one after the other for like two weeks straight. You want to do them every day? Every day. So you want me to edit an episode every day? No, I want you to edit them all at once. All right, we're we're here with John from Oddfellow Effects. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? We're just gonna chat. Straight up. You make the caveman. I make the caveman. You want to you want to explain to everyone what the caveman is? Yes, uh, the caveman is a dual channel overdrive, and um, it's got it's an overdrive and a clean boost. Each channel can be used on their own or you know with each other. Sold. Um, <laughs> yeah, you haven't heard the price yet. They're eight hundred bucks. But um, Steve, you, you already said sold. You have to no, buy they're it not eight hundred bucks. They're two fifty ish. I gotta wait for my pot my podcast ship to roll in. <laughs> <laughs> I see it in the distance. No, it's just another island. <laughs> Anyways, no. <laughs> We're getting it's a little cool. slap happy it, in the heat. It's a cool I little uh, two channel high gain sort of thing, but it does it does everything well. It does a low gain too. You get a lot of cool sounds out of it and order switching and whatnot. It's I, I see mean, them on a lot of boards. Yeah, people really like them. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine that works out pretty good for you. Yeah, it's it's nice. <laughs> Although you know what, you see a lot of them, but I feel like every person that buys one posts it on like Instagram. Right. So I like. So let's say you saw a hundred pictures. You saw like all of them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, there's a little more than that, but. Uh, <laughs> But you know what I mean. People that yeah, yeah. buy nice gear like that, they usually like to post it. So it's like, oh man, you see a hundred of them, you're like, dude, this guy must have sold like ten thousand pedals. Yeah, could have sold a hundred. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. No, I have not sold ten thousand pedals. I mean, we've got six thousand followers on Instagram. I mean, really, only like twenty people listen to the show. So you got six, six or sixty. We have six, like six thousand. Six thousand. But I think we only got like twenty people who listen to the show. Really? I thought you had more than six thousand. I thought you no. guys had on like Instagram. It's probably getting close to seven thousand. So maybe really? we have like thirty listeners of the show. I thought you guys had like some ridiculous like hundred. No, 000. no. You're thinking of a different podcast. <laughs> oh, is it the uh, oh, Tone Mob has a crap time. The Tone Mob was an Instagram channel that became a podcast. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I know that guy. Yeah, Blake. I know Blake. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by the confident look on your face and your positive demeanor. You know Blake very well. Well, the problem. <laughs> yeah, the Blake. problem. Yeah, that's his name. I know him. <laughs> yeah, I know Blake. Me and Blake were like brothers. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, the, the reason I say that is because uh, I met him at the NAM show. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, you know what I mean. Yeah. When no, you meet someone them. at the NAM show, you don't remember them, but yeah. you don't remember their name. Right, right. Totally. You, you remember do their when they face. sleep in your bed. I, I remember those names. Um, you remember the names of the podcast hosts yeah. that sleep in your bed? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to yes. grab a water real quick. It I'm wasn't thirsty. Uh, water? No, I'm good. Thank you. So what's uh, how's Oddfellow doing? It's good, you know? It's um, it, I'm, I'm running it out of my house. It's just me. Um, I have the, the boards contracted out. They're still made in the USA, though. They have a, right. a contract assembler in Chatsworth, California, and so they do. Uh, they do a lot of the board assembly, which is right. a lot of it's still done by hand, of course. You can't really have a, you can't automate like soldering pots and switches and stuff. Right. Right. Um, and so uh, I get those boards usually completely assembled, and then I do the final work, putting them in the cases, okay, testing cool. them and stuff. Uh, before that, we were sitting there. Just soldering all day, right? Oh, six, man. seven days a week, twelve hours a day, 
I had two people working. And you've sold a hundred, you say? Huh? And you've sold a hundred, you say? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it, it just, you know, there's a, there was a lot of errors, and you know, we're getting yeah. stuff sent back, and. Like, I know, like I've seen some of the, like I think I saw, like I don't know, it was like Caveman, maybe like number five. It's one of the real early ones. Yeah. And uh, and then I've seen some of the newer ones, and there's like just gut shots. You can definitely see the progression, like as right. you. As you've kind of grown and, and kind of like fine tune what you're doing. Oh my gosh, those those early ones. I was like 18 or 19. Um, I was just a hobbyist, and people wanted to buy it. You know, I I didn't think it would become a company. Right. You know? yeah. And so it got to the point where I was like, I had to make so many of them, and I just didn't know. I was like, man, what do I do? You know. So if you look at them, they're all nasty. They have tape in them and stuff. And, <laughs> Wires everywhere. I was Boy. trying to be nice. Yeah, no, no, dude. I'll, I'll admit it. I, I remember seeing one where I think I think you responded to it where someone's like, "I just bought this Caveman V1, like, and I opened it up. I can't believe this thing's held together with with electrical tape." Yeah. And you responded, "You're like, yeah, I built that like five years ago. Yeah. Like, that's fine. When it was a one man shop, that was like the like like I said, it was like the fifth one made. Right. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to make a circuit board or. Or who to contact to design one? Yeah. Or, uh -huh. You know, I just like shoot, man. Like I'll will make these things and sell them. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, that guy, the, the guy that posted on Facebook, I got a hold of him and he um, he I swapped it out for like the, oh, newer, yeah? the newer board. Yeah, yeah. I, f I feel like personally, I would want to keep right. the original one. I mean, a, a lot, you know, when I when I went to a board, there's probably like fifty or sixty of the originals. When I went to a board, I, I told the guys that owned them, because I, I had their info. I was like, hey, we switched to a board. About half of them changed. Really? Yeah. Yeah, guys are picky, man. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm in the same boat as Ryan. Like, I think I'd only change if I felt like it was some at some point going to be a problem. Otherwise, I'm just like, hey, guys, when when Oddfellow takes over the world, I'm selling this to the Smithsonian for like a million dollars. Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. <laughs> But it's it's also I think I would just keep it and l until it if it stopped working and if it stopped working right. and I would send it you'd be like if you can fix this one fix this one right you know I like I like that it's handmade it, I don't think it sounds better or worse because it's handmade but I like that it has that charm yeah that I have an early one you know yeah you know I I made those I I probably made that thing at. 4 a.m. while watching Family Guy, <laughs> you know, while well, I should have been studying. Uh -huh. And so, like, it's just, yeah, it's kind of cool. So is, yeah. is Oddfellow, like, your main jam right now, or is that, like, a side business? Um, it's my main thing. I also have another side gig. Um, it's an uh, escort service. No, I'm kidding. It's what? It's an escort service. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Well, the Republican National Convention is <laughs> over, so I know now I understand how you made it here today. <laughs> right. I have a little uh, amp repair business. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, it's not really on the books or anything, but there's no name. We won't tell anyone. You just call me, okay. and I'll fix your amp. Um, but uh, that's I run that out of Corona Norco, and uh, that's been pretty good. It, it usually, you know, the pedal thing is so seasonal, and yeah. so um, it allows me to, you know, it, it kind of makes up for when we're works kind of slow. I can work on amps. So. What's the best season for pedals? The best season for pedals is towards the end of the year, like right after Halloween. Like Christmas shopping type stuff? Yeah, and uh, and right after, like from then all the way to like a couple months after NAM. Nice. And then it yeah. just tanks. Gotcha. For, for most of us. You think people are waiting to see what comes out at NAM before they pull the trigger? Or? I don't think so. You don't think so? 
Because uh, they know they're just going to buy stuff anyways. So they're like... I feel like... Yeah, and I feel like the majority of those guys don't really go to NAM. I, I, I'm going to disagree with late fall, winter. Um, I mean, I guess it depends on what you want to do. That's Steve a, that, buys all his pedals on Easter. Th- that's a that's a good season for pedals if you want cool tone. But I'm all about that hot tone. So like right now tone. is the best time to summer. buy a pedal. He right. likes that summer, late summer. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> dog days of summer when it's like 100 degrees for a week he straight. He hot tone. That's the best time to buy a pedal. We were joking with a, with a guy from Vertex earlier. Mason. Mason, yeah. I remember oh, yeah. a name. I was, we were joking with him that someone needs to come out with a box that uh, is like like a pedal board that's temperature controlled for people that have like germanium pedals. Oh yeah. And so like if you want your, your germanium, if you like it to be cold, like it's like a refrigerator, or you have to turn it up to get yeah. it hot, you know, it's like it's like its own little micro environment in there, so your pedal always sounds uh, just oh, the temperature gosh. you want. You, you know? know, I don't know, man. How do you feel about that? Do you think the temperature of the transistor really makes that big of a difference? Not to me because I have garbage ears. And I, yeah, you're not you're not Eric Johnson. <laughs> right, right. But a lot, I, I a lot what, of guys swear by it. I mean, yeah. I you know I get I get emails from guys that want to talk about gear and stuff, and, and I always welcome them. But some of these guys make the weirdest claims. <laughs> you know, like sure. the 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 ICs, the JRC chip. They're like, oh, is that a vintage JRC or is that the new one? It's like, dude, the the guys at uh, Japan Radio Corporation. Like admitted that they never stopped making the JRC. Right. <laughs> They've just always made it. And they're just like, no man, they stopped production for years, and yeah, you know, and when they started again, they started sucking. It's like, well, it's kind of like, I mean, some guy. I think there there are like the Eric Johnson of the world that can hear things. Yeah. And then there are Ryan and I who can't hear anything. <laughs> and I think there's this middle group that's like wants Curious. to be in the top group so they just say they hear things yeah so it's like i listen to well they uh, don't hear things they read things they the read page. things well yeah. so, so like uh xv just started putting out the the mn3 3005 <laughs> uh delay chip again yeah like I, so they have so now they're taking the the memory man tt whatever like the that uses the xv chip yeah and comparing it to the original deluxe memory man and there's a youtube video of it and like there's all these arguments about like new, old, new, old. And I'm listening to the video and I'm like, all right, I can hear like how the XV, like it breaks up a little differently and it's got a little different character to it. But if I really wanted to, I could just like roll my right. treble back like another 10% and it would take like. Well, and then another thing that people don't realize, because they'll, you know, you'll see, you'll see comparison videos on YouTube. They put, they put all the knobs at 12 o'clock or something. But pots have a twenty percent tolerance. Yeah. So like, so one one pedal at twelve o'clock can sound the same as another at two o'clock. Yeah. You know, like if you actually measure the resistance on that pot, if they're both at twelve o'clock, I can guarantee you they're going to be different. Yeah. You know, that's another thing that people just. But what is, what do we know? No, well, honestly, I think that's one of the things about like the pedal business that that consumers forget a lot too. Is that like is that tolerance so it's like right. i know that was the big like hullabaloo with a lot of people about the uh the emerson m drive it's like eight parts yeah it's but, just a transistor but like but everything i've read like i've read all the build threads for it on like diy soundbox and whatever and what person after person after person's like yeah i put in all the right parts it doesn't work like and then i talked to mitch about it and he was like he was like, I think it was Mitch or someone who had talked to Mitch, and he was basically saying like, yeah, I have to ha- go through and like 
hand measure every single transistor that goes into those pedals. Oh, it's probably like, a JFET. Yeah. To make to make them all make sure they're all the same. Right. Because it's such like a it's such a yeah. finicky circuit. You have to bias it. That if the yeah if the bias is off, yeah. it's done. So you have to have the right transistor. Right. 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 Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, so it's it's kind of funny, and and you know when you're buying bulk parts, and then you have to spend the time to go through and do all that, you know you might only find like ten good parts in a box of fifty. Yeah, you know what's funny though is, is I, I feel like some of these guys will buy an M drive, and they'll love it. They'll be like, my gosh, this thing's amazing, you know. Then they open it and they're like, oh crap, it only has four parts. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I hate it, man. This thing sucks. But I mean, look at like, like a like a fuzz face or something like that. There's dude, yeah. There's barely anything in there, you know. A, a wah? Yeah, a yeah. wah. Oh. Yeah. Half of the Dunlop Crybaby wah circuit is buffer. Right. Seriously. <laughs> the most impressive thing about it is the, the rack and pinion. Right, right. Like, dude, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. the box. <laughs> There's a gear in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the uh, it's like the Technic set from Legos when oh you were kids. Yeah. You know? yeah. It just cracks me up because it's like, you know, they'll open it up and they're like, man, this this thing's so simple to build. It's like I feel like I got ripped off. It's like, yeah, but the, lots of stuff is simple to the build. Ti the tires on your car, it's just a piece of rubber. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know, like look at you know, look at your pants. How hard are that? Yeah. How hard are pants? Right. Yeah, you're you gonna Levi's. make your own pants. You paid sixty bucks for that piece of fabric. You're gonna make your own pants. Dumb I don't think you're gonna make your pants. Yeah. You're gonna make your. <laughs> it's just two tubes of fabric, guys. Right. The, guys, have you looked at your pants? They're just two tubes of fabric. Don't buy pants anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're you, they're cheating. You us. don't need them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Buy armor. Yeah. <laughs> just make your tubes at home. Hard shell pants. Chainmail. <laughs> <laughs> two thousand hand, gonna, two thousand hand crimped links. <laughs> I'm just gonna start making my pants out at home, at home out of two tubes. I mean, that's how hard it is, you right? Know? <laughs> what kind how of my pants aren't the same as Levi's? I don't get it. We talking power tubes or preamp tubes? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I wear them, they're called power tubes. Yeah, they're power tubes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm, I'm a face. That was inverter. bad. <laughs> Power two. Oh man, that's funny. Um, yeah, so how, man. How did you get started in all this? You were saying that you were building these the cavemen pretty young. Yeah. Like, how did you get into this? So, well, I'm still. I don't want to brag and say I'm young, but I'm not old. Um, how 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 young have you gotten up to? How young are you? Oh, I, I'm days? 20 years young. You're 20, 20 years. 23. 23 You're 23. Yeah, I had to think about that. That's still pretty uh, young, but it's not yeah. like a teenager. No, it's not like no. It's not like it's not like a baby. It's not like a baby. You're older than a baby. I'm older than a baby, but okay. I'm I'm not as old as my grandpa. Interesting. That's a that's a, a very astute observation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm starting to sort of breach the curve of getting wacky. Yeah. The heat is getting to me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's probably... It's uh, I'm having fun. Yeah, me too. We, we did our first two... We did a couple of serious interviews. Now we're starting to get wacky. Yeah. So how, how did you get Let's started? Get Sorry to interrupt my own oh, question. Oh, dude, no, I love it. Um, I was... When I was in high school, I took it... I, had a, I was in an engineering program, and um, it was all four years, five courses, um, all sorts of stuff we learned. I hated most of it, except for one thing, which was the electronics section. Uh, you know, we learned basic, basic stuff, LEDs and like just Ohm's law and voltage and you know what, current and stuff. Right. Um, and so I thought that was pretty cool. I've, I've been playing guitar, so I cracked open a pedal that I wanted to fix. It was like a either a TS9 or a DS1. 
But um, same, same thing, right? Yeah, right. same thing. <laughs> um, and uh, I noticed that, like, you know, all the parts in there look familiar. It's like, oh, I've, I've seen those. You right. Know? And so uh, started researching stuff. You know, I, could, I never fixed that damn pedal, but um, <laughs> it's still in a the That big doesn't box. really seem like a vote of confidence for your company. Yeah, well, the ones I, the, if you buy one for me, it's going to work. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I started just, like, tinkering with stuff and breaking pedals in, in the garage and that was kind of it. It was just a hobby, you know? Yeah. And the Caveman 1 I made just for fun. It didn't have a name. Kind of sat there for years till I met um, Gino Mateo. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but... The name is familiar. He's a blues player out of Riverside. He's, he's okay. a monster player. Uh, I met him through a Craigslist deal for my escort service. No. Um, <laughs> now you're throwing it out there like it's a joke. <laughs> we don't advertise it on Craigslist. Uh, but... Uh, I met Gino. I was fixing some stuff for him through Craigslist. And, uh, um, you know, one day he was like, hey, man, you should start a pedal company. And I was like, okay, whatever, you know. And, and I just got laid off from my job. So I was like, literally, like, within the same week. So I was like, man, maybe that's not such a bad idea. So we tried it. And, um, yeah, it just took off quicker than I thought it would. That's so, great. Yeah. So how long have it, has it been your main thing ever since? Since day one. Wow. Yeah, um, that's pretty incredible. I mean, most guys kind of like it's their side jam, and then they work at it, work at it, work at it, and they're well, like, "Oh, do I quit my job?" That's because they're smart, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't gonna say it. That I'd way. have way more money if I did that, but uh, <laughs> I it would be hard um, just because of the time. Uh, but it's my main thing. Uh, starting out was rough. Uh -huh. We have our our slow seasons, so um, you know, it's not like I'm. I'm showing up in a Lambo, but right, right. I, you know, I love what I do, so it's cool. Yeah, it's definitely not a Lambo. I saw you drive in, and it's nice, but it's not a Lambo. It's, it's not a Lambo. It's, it's a like a newer BMW. That's nice. And, yeah, it was. Know. It was not a BMW. Sunroof, sunroof. <laughs> so that's cool. It was my mom's Chrysler Pacifica, because <laughs> that's the only car. Yeah, that I'm, I'm lying. I didn't see what you were driving at all. Well, so. now you know, <laughs> and uh, it's the only car that would fit all this stuff. That <laughs> Hey, that's the best way to choose your vehicle. Well, I, I drove up here in a uh, Nissan Sentra. Did you? Yeah, uh, 2006. Nice. It's, it's a good year. It's a good year. Dude, I was driving here on the 91. I'm going like 70. We're all going 70 miles per hour, right? Yeah. The car directly in front of me just starts spinning. What? Oh my gosh, no. Dude, I thought I thought that was it. I was like, I'm done, dude. Not I'm done, but I was like, I'm going to hit this car and right. it's going to be bad. I missed him by inches. Oh man! It was man. crazy. I was All the last right. one. Sounds like Matrix stuff. It was insane, man. I, I'm glad uh, you're alive. Me All right, too. we've got John Oddfellow effects, near death survivor. Yeah, man. It was crazy, and I, and you know what's funny is, you know what was going through my head was I'm gonna be so late to the show. <laughs> like, I was like, man, like check-ins in 30 minutes. Traffic. I'm be oh, so late. Anytime but, uh, I'm in the close call like that, my first thought is like, I super don't want to do insurance stuff. Oh, I dude. super don't want to deal with insurance. Bruh. Insurance? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get started on insurance. So if you had crashed your car, would uh, caveman paddles just have spilled all over the freeway and you would have just been yeah. crawling around, picking them all up? Literally just thousands of thousands them. Thousands of them. It would have been tough. I mean, I saw that you just brought a big, brought a big crate and they're all just loose in there. What's that? You just brought a big crate, like a big wood crate, and they're all just loose yeah. in there. And you just yeah, kinda, they're just kind of loose in there. Yeah. I'm making a lot of stuff up. Well, no, that's that's, <laughs> but it's true. It's totally true. <laughs> we don't. We don't really care about them. Yeah. Because they don't use the right diodes. So like, if they don't have the right diodes, then why care about them? Right. Right. They're just pieces of junk. 
<laughs> uh, oh, no. man. So do you yeah, have, that was fun. I haven't taken a look at your booth. What other, what other stuff do you have right now? So we brought the Caveman 2 and the Bishop, which is a newer one. It's a single channel, and it's, it's a medium gain overdrive. It's really cool because it's, it's got the good things that a TS has. You know, it feels really nice. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it, it's, it doesn't have the bad things, you know? Right, right. It's, it's really open sounding. It's cool. It's, it sounds like a morning glory kind of. And gotcha. I'll give credit to Josh for that. That's a good pal. <laughs> but um, that we brought that one. Didn't bring the Napoleon just because it's it's the caveman basically has that built in the boost oh, section. Oh, okay. It's right. the boost so, uh, side. Yeah, and th those are our three pedals. Cool. So I'm hoping to release some more at the end of the year. Cool. Well, not hoping. We will release more at the end of the year. I think it's kind of neat when when uh, you know the, these smaller pedal companies only have a couple because yeah. there's you'll you know you know that they they spent the time to kind of work on them and dial them in. Yeah. And then oh, you man. see some company you've never heard of. It's like, okay, they've got three tube screamers. They've got right. you know, four big muff variations. Yeah, they have like they, 25 pedals. Yeah, they've got all these pedals. Like, how quickly did you come they up with them? They these? have well, 25 pedals. Are they all just like... Six followers on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no website. You know, if I released every design I came up with, I'd have 25, 30 pedals, but I just sure. wasn't confident enough. You know, for me, I'm like... Unless something just totally kicks ass, I can't charge money for it. Right. <laughs> no, that, but that's a good know? way to do it, and that's why people love the, the caveman so much, and we yeah. see it around so much. It's because yeah. you dial it in, you know? Right, right. Quality I mean, quantity. even Boss only has 100-something pedals, you know? What's what that? If, only Boss has, like, 100-something pedals. Yeah. And they've been doing this since the late 70s. Like, what does it say when some new builder has 10 pedals, 20 pedals? Yeah, it's kind of weird, huh? That's weird, right? It's really weird. And it's it's just like and and then you start, well, for me from a manufacturing standpoint, I look at them and I go, I bet these pedals are all almost identical. Right. They just change like two resistors or something. Yeah. Right. You know. And then it's like, I mean, if you know that, it's kind of like ah, oh, that sucks. I right. Don't wanna. They should have just put a switch. Right. But then you have to buy now you have to buy two of them. Right. Right. But. Let's face it; they probably won't. <laughs> That's okay. Right, totally. <laughs> hey, yeah. putting in that, putting in, drilling an extra hole, and soldering like the additional three leads you need to for that switch. That's that would that's like hard work. It would increase the cost of your pedal bill threefold. Right? You know, it is, it is time consuming. <laughs> Swi switches but are like the most expensive part of a pedal. I know. So yeah, that's not, not even oh, a joke. Ed, Ed Shu was telling me that he was telling me how much he spent on these uh, these like. Bronze-colored switches for his new pedals. Who was this? Ed Chu from Rod Iron Effects. Oh, uh, I thought you said Ed Sheeran. No, no. I was like, nah. Yeah. And he was telling me how much <laughs> these bronze switches cost. And I was like, holy hell. How much were they? And they're like, three. he's got like two of these. I think they're like 20-something bucks or something like that. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a company, I forgot the name of them, but they, they make these Japanese switches. And they're the same kind of switch that most pedals use, uh -huh. but they don't click. Right, but they're not—they're not like the clickless momentary right. relay ones. Huh. It's literally a latching switch, fully mechanical, nine-pin, just doesn't make a click noise. Interesting. <laughs> now, I—I I was like, that's—that's that's a dream come true. You know, I have to have them. Right. They're like seventeen bucks a pop. Yeah. yeah. Like, for two of them on the caveman, that's thirty-four bucks in switches. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, for, to turn a profit. That's a big, that's whole, a big chunk out of your pedal, profit margin. The whole pedal's a little bit more than that in parts. Yeah. Then you got labor, dealer, taxes, you know. We all get a piece of the pie. Yeah. And that's it, you know. That's crazy. 
What like, is there like a is there like a switch uh, monopoly or something like that? What's going on? Like, why does it cost so much to build these? Because uh, they're the only ones that do that. No, and, and so it, it is a monopoly. Tooling, yeah. Well, that way, yeah. The, oh, okay, the, the, for those non, specific guys. The non-clicky ones. But I feel like a lot of switches are expensive, aren't they? Uh, a standard three-pole switch is like two, three, three bucks. Oh, okay. Um, but these ones are made in Japan, I guess. Tooling for the switches is expensive out there. And they're made out of like samurai steel and stuff like that. Yeah, they're made yeah. of samurai steel. Yeah. Uh, the, the workers only sushi on the one. They, yeah, lunch yeah. Breaks. they forged in the flames of Mount Fuji. Yes. <laughs> they're, uh, what's the, what's the sword maker from Kill Bill? Hanzaharo or something like that? They're Hanzaharo switches. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, there is a, there is an internal blade. Oh my gosh. That's funny. So what do you think of this event? Uh, I think it's really cool. It's the first year. Yeah, it's um, the first year. I was I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah, me either. I think it's cool. I would come back. I'll come back. I. Uh, it, it's cool because I'm not selling anything, but no one's bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's kind of fun just to have a space and like get to hang out with builders yeah. and check stuff out. And, like, I don't know if anyone's selling anything, but I think it's more of like a... Check well, it out and see that it's real. I, I have things for sale, okay. but no one has purchased anything, except for some shirts. But um, I feel like at the other shows, well, it has nothing to do with the show itself. But in, in previous shows, there's always like those three or four just douchebags. Right. It's <laughs> just like, oh, so, you know, what kind of chips are you using, buddy? It's like, go away, man. Lay's. Yeah. Ruffles. Yeah. <laughs> Sun chips. I'm a free to layman myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's funny, but um, everyone here's been pretty laid back. Yeah. It's cool. It's small. Yeah. Can't complain. Can hang out. The, the weather's nice. It's the not weather's as hot. amazing. It's not as hot as it has been. So. How has it been in San Diego? Sweltering. Like, what like are you talking? Give me a number. Uh, I don't know the number, but I've been like recording a guitar demo in my garage for the Rony Little Stinker. Oh my gosh! I've just been like a shower, like water is squirting oh, yeah. out of me. Sweat oh, yeah. is. Squ I don't like to call it sweat. I like to call it my skin piss, and I've just been skin pissing everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel no, like sweat is too crude of a word. You I realize he's trying to like trap us right now because he's out of Riverside where it's always hotter. Oh, you're in Riverside. Well, I say. God bless you. You're I a survivor. Was, I was in a machine shop all day. You were less. You were in less danger on the road yeah. behind that spinning car. I, I know, right? <laughs> than you were in Riverside. Oh my gosh. We were. The shop was. Uh, the machine shop. It's already hot in there. It's huge tools and stuff running all day. But uh, it was 108 outside. Oh my and gosh. It was about 110 in there. And um, it. Uh, yeah, it wasn't fun. We were there from maybe like 2 o'clock p.m. to like 8 or 9. Uh, it sucked, man. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, it see, we, I think we've been running like 9095. Oh, dude, so. that's like we're pans yeah. <laughs> we're pansies in San Diego though. San Diego is amazing. Dude, if we the temperature breaks we 80, we all freak out. We don't take temperature yeah. changes very well at all. We're kind of like just very temperamental above, goldfish. Above or 80, like below 66. We're like, like we're, we're like tropical meltdown. fish. Yeah. We're like below 66, it's like oh man, where where did I leave my snow boots? Yeah. Right. Right. I, dude, I, I love San Diego. I feel like it's the most stable weather. Like it, is, it doesn't get it too is. cold. It doesn't get too hot. Nah. Well, that's what it turns. Well, that's why I'm saying. So when it goes yeah. outside of that normal, like everyone freaks out. I can't believe we're geography but podcasting. I, I can't. I, can. I can't afford to live in San Diego. So neither but can Mexico's we. Mexico is right there. Mexico. A lot of people are moving it to TJ 
and like doing stuff down there. Well, because you get to enjoy the San Diego weather. This is all yeah. you got to do, John. All right. You, you do most of your sales online? Yeah. So you're selling online, so right. it doesn't really matter where you live. It doesn't. You move, to, you move to Mexico. You get a P.O. box in San Ysidro, California, which is right over the border. Anytime you need to ship, you just walk from your house on this side of the border. You walk across the border through the fence, go to your P.O. box, ship out, you're done. The thing is, um, you make walking across the border sound very simple. Yeah, it takes all day. I thought you could just walk, and, uh, like, easily. From from America, it takes a minute to walk into Mexico. Yeah. Not the other way? From Mexico, I, last time it took, I think I was in line, like, two hours. Walk, well, to walk? Wow. And, it, and it's very clear that you live in America. I'm a, I'm an Arab dude. Yeah. And everyone thinks I'm Mexican. Because <laughs> they're like, well, he's not black. He's not, <laughs> he's not white. Going down the checklist of what he's, you're not. He's not Chinese. <laughs> I think that's a strictly like Southern California thing. Like, so he has to be an Arab. Um, but uh, no, they'll think I'm Mexican, and it's a hassle. But I, I just want to live there. You can ship from Mexico. Now, isn't it gonna, is it, is it gonna be more expensive though? A little bit. Here's what you do. You just, save, you just ship. You do nothing but shipping one day a month. And you just come back up to ship. Yeah, dude. Seriously. And just tell people that there's like a month build time. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Oh, we're you want? We're recording this. You want to receive? You want to receive this, your? People are gonna know your plan. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. You just put a disclaimer. You want to receive your pedal, uh, like within two days of ordering, then you need to order on the 14th because I ship on the 15th. Right. Right. You'll receive it on the 17th. Or you can come to Mexico and pick it up. There, there you, you go. go. Pick up in Mexico. Yeah. Dude, I come like it. Come take a picture with the zebra. Mexico to go. Mexico to go. Yeah. I love oh it. Oh, my gosh. Like, Dude, maybe you can get some sort rough. of funding from, like, their tourist yeah. organization or something. That? You could get some tourist funding or something. But. <laughs> yeah. You got to get a, one of those PSAs. Do you, do you guys have – do you know what I'm talking about? The, the Mex, Do you have the, uh, the Mexican government PSAs on the radio on Riverside? That's uh, just San Diego, man. Is it really that's just San not, Diego? That's just 91X. Yeah, you guys. Uh, yeah, you guys are close enough to pick it up, I think. Yeah. Well, no, no. It's a. It's a. a English station. It's a like it's an American so rock only station. Because their antenna is in Mexico. But their their antennas in Mexico. So I guess part of the deal is they have to run government PSAs like all day long. So it's like, it's like, did you know that the Mexican government is providing health insurance for 34 million people this year? And then there's another voice. No, I did not know that. Tell me more. Oh, the Mexican government wants to make sure its people are healthy. Check out. And then the website is like, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and it's like, Depart De Departmento El Educacion. I can't Department believe we're talking about this right now. We should probably wrap this up because the band has started and yeah, it's hard to hear when they started. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, um, <laughs> it's been great talking to you. All right, people uh, want to check you out. Where do they go? Get the hell out of our booth. <laughs> now, where do they go? How do people find you? Uh, you can you can follow me on Instagram. That's the best way. Oddfellow Effects. Spell it all out. Okay. Yeah, use words. Use we letters. Use words. Oh my gosh. Um, but the website is oddfellowfx, not spelled out. dot com. So uh, what you're saying is that your branding is inconsistent. What I'm saying is some douchebag bought my domain name. <laughs> nice. Um, that's even better. That's so, awful. That's a better story. Yeah, but it's okay. Um, that's why we have sixty cycle humcast. dot com. Right. You just can't get 60 cycle hum. 
Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's like it's it's like that was a thing already before we came up with I it. I know, right? You know what? Let's face it. Who goes to the search the web bar and types in www.something.com? We don't do that. Yeah. You Google it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, or or your your little search bar is a Google. I look in the yellow pages first. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I call the operator. Yeah. I look uh, in the small I, business I, I, section of the white I, pages. I mean, I don't want those people to get out and lose their jobs. I dial zero. Will you connect me to the internet, right. please? Right. I need to find a place on the internet. You know, got to keep these people employed. Yeah, if you guys want to get a hold of me, you can fax me. Yeah, fax uh, me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's how you can get you can get your pedals out. You just fax them, right? Fax. What's, your, you, what's your fax number? 951. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, you don't want my fax number because it doesn't exist. But you don't want my phone number because I don't want you to have it. But um, just, uh, yeah, Instagram, my website. Cool. Um, Facebook. 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 MySpace. You know, Facebook. Yeah, if you're older, Facebook. <laughs> if you're older. Facebook. If you're my, mom or dad. MySpace. Yeah. Uh, are you on? Uh, Zanga. How do we find you on Tinder? Uh, I am on Tinder. We have to match. No. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best way to match with you on Tinder? Um, What's the shortcut? Short walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's been great talking to you. All right, man. Yeah. This is a super fun event. Thanks for having me down Everyone here. Everyone listening should fly here from other countries just to attend. Yes. Hang out with us next year. Okay. I don't know what he just <laughs> said, but. All right. Later, guys. All right. All right bye.